Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Nerdgast on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, both sides, turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. This kid does a little bit of everything. He's just so different, so unique in his style. People would die for him. <laughs> like, you see all those pictures of people all crying and trampling over each other just to get a glimpse of them. And welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, episode 200. We finally made it. I trust me, if we have not skipped so many uh, Nerdgasm, we would have made this joint a long time ago. But we are finally here at episode 200. But you know what? I have a thing of it as being like fate because where it landed on the calendar... I was like, oh, this is just fucking perfect. Because it landed on the birthday. Well, not on the exact day, but the weekend of the birthday of the King of Pop. And y'all already know the Nerd Coalition's fans of them. So, mm-hmm. today is a special show that we are doing a Michael Jackson tribute show. Whole show we doing a tribute show. And joining me is, is, is like the best cast I can have on a show like this. And that is not Deion Sanders of Primetime. You ain't so bad. <laughs> the greatest catch lady sketch. Hi, everybody. And the man, the myth, the reality, the revolutionary, Mr. Human Nature himself, Freshman Flow. <laughs> What's goody? Okay. I'm Mr. Human Nature. <laughs> I'm just That's saying. That's my favorite song. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying because yeah, we, we had like a whole argument about that when he was on that tournament show that we did and what the, the best song was that, that, that was done like a while ago that we did yeah during the tournament yeah so guys we all you know say fans of mike love mike or you know love the music and things like that i'm just like well y'all the best people to do this with and i'm like and because of me and prime dude there is rent when it comes to this well because of michael the jackson's temptations new edition me only for Elder Barge. We, we mm-hmm. talk all the time about about this stuff off air. Because we always do wrestling and stuff like that. And obviously me and Swag usually do the Nerdgasm. But when it comes to stuff like this, we always talk about it off air. But when there's times we did uh, video reviews. You guys can check them out. We had a fun time doing those. Then Prime had on the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. That, that we did what was the best music videos and we did like the best song break like there's so many things we did but I'm like but we never just had had like a outline open conversation about the king of pop and I felt so like you know why not try something different you know I'm saying I, I, I didn't want to just be like you know uh, let's have a, a whole podcast or talk about Michael's deep cuts I didn't want you know <laughs> digging the crates like that Mm-mm. but I figured you know see, you know we, we, we can you know talk about stuff like that because um and also help us try to figure out more about ourselves because one thing I don't know is uh, how y'all became fans. 
in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, like, how was how were we all introduced to Michael? Because obviously, you know, by the time most of us, you know, when we was born, Michael was like at the top, at at the thing, mm-hmm. you know, at the height. So you know, there's like there's no way you can't go in the world and not hear Michael Jackson, hear the name or anything like that. But personally, I want to know your introduction to it, and I'm I, I want to start with Prime, and I'm going to lay sketch because I'm actually I, I'll wait for lay sketch because I'm curious about your answer. Really? Seriously? Because 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 no, it, it's not because of any, any type of job I'm trying to start nothing. I'm gonna say because of the house you grew up in. Okay. So, prime. Uh, I'll start with you. Like you know, your introduction to Mike. All right, I'm gonna just be honest with you. I don't know if y'all gonna like my answer or hate my answer. I mean, it's really no wrong answer. Is it? Well, eh, we'll see. Oh shit! Um, okay. Oh god. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Okay. Bring odd. it on, bro. Yeah. What's happening here? So. Uh, when I was younger, I went to a family reunion, and um, was it was it Haverhurst? No, it was in uh, someplace in Georgia, someplace in Georgia. And uh, I was like maybe I don't know four or five, maybe six even. And uh, I see a guy walk in, and everybody's like crowding around. I'm like, okay, cool, you know, whatever. Uh, and then it's like, oh, that's Joe Jackson. You don't know who that is? I'm like, why would I care? I don't know who Joe Jackson is. I don't know what you're talking about. It was like, oh, that's Mike Jackson's dad. I'm like, I still don't know who you're talking about. So, <laughs> at this, I had this family reunion. They took me in the back. They put on, um, oh my god, it was a, it was like a low key performance. I can't remember what it was. They put on performance. He was he was he was in a bad era, and they said this is Michael Jackson. And my first question was, "How is that his daddy if he's this color?" Because I didn't know anything. And then, I, logical question. That's a very logical <laughs> question. That's a logical, logical question. question, especially for a child. Uh, but, so then, obviously, I started uh, you know looking, and uh, by the time I realized, I was like, "Oh." That makes sense as to why I'm at this family reunion. Okay. I didn't just start putting pieces together. And then um yeah, I'm just kinda introduced like at my family reunion. Cause I did not know who Michael Jackson was or Joe Jackson was at the time. So Joe so, Jackson Joe Jackson was at your family reunion? I say so Prime has been light flexing on this oh a whole lot. Like seriously. Well, Especially I, mean, I, I didn't want to say it, but I was at the Jackson family reunion, yeah. Did I just say it Haven Hurst? It wasn't that even hers. It was okay. First of all, it's not the Jackson Jackson. It's not Michael Jackson's family. It's uh, it's them Creole Joe Jackson. Jacksons. <laughs> it's Joe, Joe Jackson and uh, my granddad's mom. I think our brother and sister. I believe her, or something like that. Finally, we get the truth. Prom is related to Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, I'm not. Hey, that does not count. This is like Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady goes to the family. Like, oh shit, we cousins, we never in together. That is not count because look, when I was, when my grandma explained this to me, when I was younger going to school, I used to be like, yeah, tell him, and then she'll tell him like, yeah, he is related. I'm like, okay. And then when I got older, I'm like, well, this kind of related because it's like so, it's like so many uh, and uh, how how do you call it? So many like 
in between to where it's like you don't need cousins removed and all that bro you related yeah. to michael jackson it just i am not i am not see why you go into these motown events i am not your uncle i get it now there was no way to prove this though so i am not Ain't no way to put me. You got the loafers underneath your bed right now, don't you? Not the loafers. <laughs> oh shit, not the loafers. But anyways, yeah. So, so every uh, two or three years we go to the Jackson Family Reunion, and it's all—it's not, you know, obviously the Jackson Jackson. But it, um, we had some people come there one year. You know, we had Marlon come there one year. We have Janet come there one year. Uh, I was always hoping for Michael Miss Jackson to give me a call. He uh, he, Michael never came, obviously, but. I know you hear my question, cuz. Oh, sorry, what'd you say? Can you have his sister call me? Joe Jackson's sister, I think she's passed away. No, no, no. You know what I was talking about. Don't 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 do that. You're talking about the baby. Really? The baby. The meter. Not him trying really? to act like he can't hear. <laughs> exactly. I'm I don't know why y'all acting like I'm not saying have Janet Jackson call me like no, you know, oh. we know what you're saying. I know. Hey. He got the number in this room right now. I don't right have now. the number. I don't have the number. But you got Joe Jackson's? From the I mean, grave? if I did, no, it wouldn't work say, anymore. Your cell phone still probably work. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just saying that this, this is going to be saved in there. That's what I'm saying. I haven't been there since 2014, uh, maybe. So, yeah, I haven't been to a family reunion since then because... Uh, my granddad was was about to die. When he died, we just was like, yeah, what's the point of going back to the Jackson family reunion? Because it's not our family. So, you know. Wow. Well, then. Say so you can't beat that. So I probably should. We should have waited. Because all the rest of I our stories are trash. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we, I, can, I can almost guarantee you right now that none of us got, like, you know what? We you don't have to almost. You can guarantee. Yeah, I can guarantee. Okay, fine. Oh, we can guarantee. Fine. Right, start over. Start it. Start, start over. Start over. Start it over. 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 Alright. We can definitely I, so put you. I, 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 I first realized Michael Jackson, I went to a talent show. I seen this kid dancing in the hat. And uh was it Mike? Oh, terrible. It, it, no, it was a kid dancing the in the last. hat. And and uh <laughs> he was on stage and I was like, Oh, that's cool, I'm gonna do it. And I looked it up, it does Michael Jackson. How about that? Uh, I looked up who, how, about who, who that, was dancing like. how about that sucks? <laughs> how about that story? <laughs> I looked up, that? it was Marvel to the kid. <laughs> He said, ooh, I, saw, I thought you somebody else. Okay, well, how about you, Q-Flow? I mean, trust me, I, we all was just getting a plate of ribs. It was like, oh, snap, Joe Jackson's here. You know what I'm saying? But how were you introduced to Mike? How about I say here, right? No. Um, y'all won't laugh, but this honestly was how I was introduced. I was at my aunt crib, and uh, Moonwalker was on. And I'm sitting here like, who is this and why is he turned into a you know everything to me if I see robots as Power Rangers? Yeah. Why is he turned into a Megazord? Megazord. Tell you, oh shit. And my auntie's just like, that's that's Michael Jackson. I'm like, why is he turning into a Megazord? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is that was it. And then y'all know, um oops, my mic fell. Hold up. Y'all know, um, like my dad and my sister, they were um old souls. Hence where I got the old soul from. Mm-hmm. And um, nine times out of ten, my sister was in the house singing Mike or my dad's playing Mike on the radio. Um, and that was basically it. It was like it was weird, though, because like the first time I seen Michael Jackson was Moonwalker. But like it was like when I was a, ever since I was a kid, I just knew the name Michael Jackson. And I knew like 
Billy Jean or something. Like it, it was just weird. But um yeah, that was it. You know, no elaborate story, no parties. I ain't meet uh no, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. Cool. So. I, I learned my lesson. But to be interesting, though, uh, you you laid sketch. Now I I know you just say that way. That that it's, I, before you say anything. Only reason why I say anybody out there who doesn't know, when I first met my wife, you gotta understand that when I first like went to her house, like one of the first times when we was like just being friends, I ain't even dating, just being friends. I go into like her her dining room, and there's like a big, I want to say four foot five foot painting not picture painting of prince it was a it was a painting yeah it was a good it's a good, it a good well done painting i was just like oh so i said who did i did because my, my wife was my wife's artist hence the lady sketch and i was like oh did, hey you did this, this looks like she said that, that no, wasn't done by me my dad my did dad. this he's a huge prince fan i was just like yo on what? a side note i yeah. went to a prince pool party recently uh, more about that later. <laughs> okay. That's it was a Prince themed pool party. Oh no, it was lit. But I'll, I'll it tell had you about to be. that later. <laughs> it's a Prince pool party. Yeah, there's things. There's, there's things about that party I can't say on 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 the show. Uh, hey, Q, you ever seen Graffiti Bridge? Oh my huh? God! Listen here now. Don't you ever seen Graffiti Bridge? Don't watch any of the bad movies, bro. <laughs> nah, I haven't. Don't. Hopefully, Max take that shit off. But anyway, uh, so when 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 I see that, I was just like, "Oh, they they heavy over here." Usually, you I'm, usually I'm not saying because this is this is me being ignorant. A lot of people that are fans of Prince are not fans of Michaels. So, I, so I'm curious. So, when, yeah, when, you have the Crip of Blood, man. Yeah, so you the Prince of Mike. Uh, how were you introduced to Mike? Okay, so that assessment would be incorrect. Okay. Uh, for context, it was not just Prince, and these were not just like laying around the house. We um, they were great paintings. I'm not I'm not yeah. disputing that. Yeah. I'm saying when we met, we had just moved out of our house in Philly. Yeah. So still unraveling stuff. When I was a kid in our basement, we had my dad used to have this big like brown think brown paper bag type of paper um that he would do like these big giant portraits on it so it wasn't just prince like there was a prince one there was a sammy davis jr one there was a michael jordan one stuff like that so it was not just him mm. um however i was introduced to michael jackson like i was introduced to every other music in my life through my dad um because when i was a kid he used to have even in our little baby apartment he used to have all this equipment like dj equipment set up in our living room uh-huh. i don't know if my mother dealt with it um and he would play music um and we would go to record stores like some of my earliest memories and just going to these obscure record stores in these little back alley streets looking for records um so I would say I'm like from birth seems like an exaggeration, but I don't have a distinct moment when I remember being like and in, being introduced mm-hmm. to Michael Jackson. It was always kind of just a part of 
uh, my childhood, much like Prince. Yeah. He played a lot of Janet, a lot of Michael, a lot of Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could, because of course, Janet, he was he is obsessed with like the Minneapolis sound, not just Prince. Yeah. Janet, of course, is an extension of the Minneapolis yeah, sound, it. which means we hearing a whole lot of Janet, in turn, a whole lot of Michael. Mm-hmm. So and a whole lot of Moore's Day. Yes. Sure. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Only say unfortunately now because I look at it in like 2022 and I'm just like, ooh, cringe fest. Um, but yes, we watched um, Thriller every Halloween, like every other black family. We watched. Oh, uh, don't get me started on Thriller. <laughs> we we watched. We sat down and watched all the premieres and stuff. Like when he used to take like legit take over TV. Yes. Um, so he was just always kind of like a part of music has been a big part of my life personally. Mm-hmm. Just I like to think it's kind of like just woven in my DNA. That's a good story. Can't really do anything without it. Yeah, that's a good story. Why didn't it ever be a good story? Oh, it wasn't because it really wasn't a story. I didn't yeah. have anything, um, you know, spectacular to add. I'm just, yeah, we ain't go to no barbecues or nothing. What happened? I said it wasn't no barbecue or anything. All right, I'm not telling no more stories. No, no. It's all right, prom. We fucking with you. Like I said, I got the most generic story. Like my my introduction to to Michael was with with my love hate relationship with my dad, Michael Jackson. Oh my god. They said as we get further into it, obviously I won't talk more about it. But like I said, my my introduction to him was Thriller, and I was scared of him. Oh Jesus. Like I said, because I, I, the first time I saw Thor and the whole werewolf I, thing. Low-key, I was scared of him for well, for another reason. I, I feel you. <laughs> I, I feel you. Without context, it's like, yeah. Uh, I, I, when, I, when I saw Thor and I was just like, oh my head, they get away part. I, I freaked out. I rolled off the bed and everything. I'm dead. And I so loved Thriller even as a kid. Okay, so I'm not the only one that got nightmare fuel from Thriller no, but, as a bro, kid. Please. Not at all. In the hood, and see, the thing is, my dad likes to, like, when it's time for bed, all lights and life go off in the house. Not lights and life. <laughs> you know, everything's just pitch black dark. We in the hood, so all you hear is just sirens and gunshots and, you know what I'm saying, and the, you know, people talking on the corner, you know what I'm saying, ladies in the night and shit like that. And I'm just like. Hey, yo, you uh, sound like you live <laughs> <laughs> in, like, the most cliche, I mean. These are facts. It's yeah. just the way you just described it. Ladies of the night. <laughs> so, when we, and then nice. one night when we was up and he was just randomly watching Thriller because he, you know, my my dad, you know, what I'm saying, uh, is somebody who was like, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm not a fan. Or he he would say something to piss me off on purpose, or say or you know or try to be like a closet fan. I'm like it's okay. I'm not saying you won't use one of those guys that fainted. I'm just saying, but you know, <laughs> I'm saying, but it's okay that it's okay to be a fan though. But and then after I, I seen that, and I seen like you know, the regular, regular I was I was introduced to the Thriller era, and I was like, okay, so I like the music, and my dad was a very old school guy, so it was like you know, uh, that Rick James, Clarence Carter, you know, stuff like that. You can't put that Rick James and Clarence Carter on the You same. really can't. Clarence Carter is all on his own. Or Bobby Walmack and all that stuff like that. Also and then, all on his own. But yeah, like I said, but, but he he had a cassette and then obviously I was uh I was really into in into the cassette. I wanted to I wanted to know uh like 
more more about him and stuff like that. I was like, cause oh, I'm doing cause right now all day I was listening to was Thriller, like the song. I wasn't listening to anything else, but Thriller. I was like, I want to know more about you know who you know who this guy is. And then I got introduced, uh, seeing more, and then I was like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm really feeling it. And then I was you know the music took over. I said, so it is really just a generic type story from uh, from there. That's so, so funny because I was never afraid of Thriller, bro. I was I love Thriller. I love Vincent yeah. Price's evil ass laugh. I yeah. remember trying to learn to dance. Pop, lock, and zombies. I'm telling y'all right now. I tell well, all the time. I wasn't scared of the. I was scared of like the thing that they broke into the, her house. Like you know, usually when you go home, you think you know you're safe, but they was like just breaking in the house. That's Man, why I was. He said, "Where is the ADT?" I was in elementary school. I was at Prince Hall Elementary School. We in the auditorium chilling. Yeah. I see Michael Jackson on the screen. I said, okay, it's, it's my nigga Mike. My man Mike. All right, cool. We here. I seen Cud turn to a werewolf. I'm like, nah, what is happening? And everybody all, oh, it's thrillers, thrillers. I'm like, what is like, yo. Darted out scaring the, the babies. I darted. I was like in second grade. Darted out the auditorium. I'm not staying for this. Crazy. That is a black ass school moment. It is. Like Let's it is. gather everyone <laughs> in the auditorium to watch Thriller. Watch what? Thriller. Yeah. So, I have another moment. Okay. I just remembered because uh, I had to think about my grandma's house. Uh, there was this picture, like right next to the TV. Of one of my cousins and Michael Jackson, like he was like a baby and he was holding him and he was still like thriller era Mike, so he was still, you know. Uh-huh. And I was like, Who is that? And it was like, Oh, that's Michael Jackson. And I still didn't know who that was. And just so then when I went to the thing, they said it's Michael Jackson. I didn't know who he was, but I just I just thought he was one of like the family at that point and then that's when I got introduced. So I just I just remember that photo, so I just had to say that. Who you you feel was Rocket Jerry Curls like that back then? Shut up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, it's, like a, it's like it's a picture of him. I, I want to say it's like a baby christening. So it's like him holding a baby, and then like three people on each side, and it looked like it's at a church. Okay. So there you have. It. I don't know what the, I don't know where they was at. What the event is? That's all I know. This the family they was talking about in that. What we what be watching? They was down in that country ass place. Oh yeah, the one to eat possum. <laughs> that's probably that's your fault. Hey, that's my granddad's side. Yes, they live in uh, Bumble, Bumble of Georgia. I don't even know where it's at. So, did you say Bumble Lip? I said the Bumble of Georgia. Oh, I thought you were say what is this town name? Okay. Yes, the Bumble of Georgia. It's like it's one of these. Uh, it's one of these things that has all dirt roads and like one school and like one auditorium. Like one stoplight, yeah. like his hometown. <laughs> Not one stoplight. I got more than one stoplight. Y'all got to see his like... face. He gets so mad when I say this every time. <laughs> if y'all only got, got like one stoplight, you only got one stoplight. Okay, okay. I, 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 I can't count no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't count no more. I mean, so, to be fair, the lady who she was making a joke about was also mad, so yeah. I understand. The only Michael songs I knew were the songs that I grew up with. Thriller. Thriller, the Thriller joints, and like Bad and all of that. So other than that, I didn't know that Michael Jackson was like even a huge big star like back then as a kid. So uh, 
as you know, everybody keeps saying that the thriller era, I see him in this era. Obviously, Mike has gone through eras. Mm-hmm. Okay. Throughout the whole, you know, his whole career, his life, basically, I'm saying, it was, his career was his life, you know. And obviously, because, you know, I, it took me a while to understand, like, what the fuck? It's like, a, a, every era is like, has a defining thing to it. And I'm just like, my God, okay. Do y'all have a favorite era? The era to y'all that's like, this is, this is, I mean, we all love Mike, but this is my favorite version of of Michael, because you know there's the Jackson Five era, and you know you got a lot of people that they're like Little Mike. Then you yeah, got can you classify the era? When you say era, you mean like just like as far as albums and like stuff like that, not like everything, like, like disco Mike. Well, like, see, Mike, it's, it's like Mike. it's, it's kind of like the, the, the way I look at. It, I'm like, okay, you got Jackson Five, Michael, obviously. Mm-hmm. You have so basically by the albums, probably right, because. Uh, at each album is a different phase. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. So, it, 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 it basically like that. I'm saying, because I don't want y'all to be like, okay, well, it's, well yeah, I guess got to go by album then. Yeah, because it's like the that. Jackson 5. Jackson 5 would just be not album, but all Jackson 5. I, and then, like, him and Off the Wall is different from him and um, the Jacksons and him and the, not technically not, but Thriller and Bad and all yeah. that. Probably what's your favorite era? Well, if we go on by that, I'm gonna have to say bad. If we were going by something else, what would you have picked? Uh, if we we're going by something else, then I would, I personally would pick um, history. If we're going by like tours and performances and all the other stuff, because he just, you know, he was at a good space he then. Lost but, his, he lost his damn mind in a good way that and history, but uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. But if, if we're talking about just you know regular albums and stuff, then I would say bad. Um, yeah, I didn't think it had to be like necessarily. I only said that like to give you a, a gauge of the time. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, how about you, Q Flow? So I'm not really sure how to define the eras, or or you know how. Who knows the years? But I know, huh? Who well, knows the, the years? I don't know the years though. That's oh, my well, thing. The, the looks. So the that's why I was saying like like R and B, R and B Mike was my favorite. Whatever. Two thousand one. Sure. I, you I tell don't the know one the, with his doing butterflies, huh? The one butterflies. You Wherever com- human nature starts, <laughs> human nature is bad. No, I mean, human, no, human nature is bad. That's, human nature is uh, yeah, it's bad. No, thriller, sorry, thriller, thriller. Well, yeah, wherever that starts, and then yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I really, I really don't know. So yeah, the, yeah, that's the story. Okay, so like, so, so as I was trying to break it down, everybody said just albums, and I'm just like, sometimes people out there do need need to break broken down. Okay. And I'm like, okay, so for Kifo, this is J Five era, obviously, little kid uh-huh. there for right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he if you want to lump the, the the Jackson's teenager version in the J Five version, sure. Then you got that off the wall. Off the wall is just like you know, I, he, he's just breaking out, kind of disco, you know, disco, kinda, disco. Not kinda. There's literally a song called Burn This Disco Out. Great so, song. I mean. Great song. <laughs> Great song. And then, then you have the Thriller era. The Thriller era is the birth of the Jerry Curl. It's the birth of, you know, the, the, the Billie Jean and the glove. And, and, of course, the beater jacket and all that. That's, that's Thriller. Then there's the band where the hair is now longer. And it's, <laughs> it, it, looks, it has more of a rock-inspired look to it. 
you know what I'm saying? And he's gotten lighter. And he's gotten lighter. So then lighter. there's the there's the dangerous era. That's the that's the like you know okay he's completely he's completely pale now, but you know he that's the remember the time and uh you know in the closet and jam you know saying no that's dangerous. Then you have the history, which is the the mid and late nineties where he's like Lieutenant Captain Crunch in the scream era. Yeah. The uh, scream, stranger in Moscow. You were not alone. Like oh, that's God. that's the history era. Then, then, then you have Invincible, where he is like you know, the lizard. Hey that, yo, that's what he called himself. I can I was going by what he said. Also, uh, the, that's the, the Invincible lizard. era, which people can consider that is like the pure R and B mic. Yeah, there's no, there's no, you. we can be this. This is My something. Life. Will never be the same. I know that. How about you, Lace Kids? Them as shoulders. Far as when Mike could get it, the Thriller era. <laughs> <laughs> Musically. <laughs> I'm um, not bad, bruh. So that, so that, so that whole, that whole victory tour. I would have. Yo, Jason, we would say he said, "Yo, when the victory tour came to Chicago, he said, gangsters. I'm talking about in Chicago." Gangsta was talking about some damn, and it fell out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching his interview of Vlad TV the other day, and I was just like, he said, he said, I'm not playing. He said, the hardest of dudes. He said that. Godfrey said that. Dion Cole said that. These people have witnessed this. Like even Jay Fox when he was drunk on on there. That's when he became a, a, in another stratosphere. He said when they was in Dallas. And he took that one step off the stage. You heard that doom, and the lights came on. And I was just like, because uh, me and my son, I just introduced him to the Victor Tour the other day. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, what the hell is going on? Because, you know, they, they, they had the whole Randy killing those aliens at the beginning and stuff like that, you know, with the sword and stuff. Stop. And then, then they had the silhouette on the stairs. And he's like, why didn't they move? I'm like, oh, man, they sucking that air up. And as soon as he took that one step, you hear that doom, doom. And that's when everybody was like, oh! And it's dying, like just straight passing out. And I don't know if I ever have been so worked in a frenzy in real life <laughs> about a person that I passed out. That's that's crazy. That's on another. That's on another level. Godfrey even said he said, "Look, I did pass out, but I yelled like a bitch. I got to be honest with myself." <laughs> he said he took that first and I was just like I was trying to hold it in, but when it when they pulled them aviators off, I was like, "Oh, and that's what happened." <laughs> It's just like this shit be real. I, I don't like they be falling out like like they just be like you got to catch like the, the limp. It's like what's going on? They, they, they body surfing bodies. That's that, why. That's crazy. That's why when they had those things like who could if you could bring one person back for a concert, it's always Michael Jackson for me because yeah. the way that everybody who was around like an, an adult or yeah. even a kid who got to see a Jackson. Or a Michael Jackson show. Yeah. They always describe it as like this out of body experience, some crazy shit. And I'm just like, I, what the fuck? I think my mom would have seen them twice. And I was just like, you lucky bitch. Exactly. How did you get to see them twice? Twice. Um, I think she saw, I want to say that she saw them when they were on the victory tour here. Victory tour, yeah. And then I want to say she said she might have saw just Michael. I can't remember. But I know for sure they went to see the victory tour. Yeah. And I'm just like, and trash. That right there, that that victory tour, I mean, like, everybody was seeing Michael, it was, it was, it was all hype for him. But when he said, like, victory tour, I was just like, 
that is where he went from. You can't touch him. He went global at that time. Yeah, uh, I. Was Victor Tour after Thriller, right? Victor Tour was after Thriller. I mean, Victor, Victor is after Thriller, right? Yeah. Yeah, they was doing, what are they doing? He was the, he was doing Thriller stuff, right? This yeah. is basically the Thriller tour, basically. Yeah. yeah. But boy, they, 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 mm. they said so, they was just falling out. Four stories in the air. Them, they falling out. I'm just trying to think, because now I'm trying to think. Usually when I gauge this for music artists yeah it goes by what i listen to most uh-huh and those first okay not three the the off the wall thriller and dangerous i listen to the most yeah so i'm trying to think which one i would prefer i don't know i guess um you probably Sonically, want to say Thriller. Thriller was when he was like, this is for all the ladies in the back. And he took his shades off and turned around. Oh, yes. was... <laughs> Sonically, I would have to I want to think all my brothers uh, include Jermaine. Include Jermaine. <laughs> um, I'd uh, probably have to say Dangerous. Dangerous? Only because that's the sound I grew I grew up very much as another... Oh, that's definitely a Teddy Riley album. Yeah. Yeah, a better... Like a, a um another type of music I grew up with besides him and his Minneapolis uh-huh. was New Jack Swing. That was another reason why there was a lot of Michael Jackson in our house. Yeah. So it was just like, okay, sure. That's what I think growing up we listened to the most um that and thriller. Like he listened to bad, but it wasn't Look, Bad is the greatest era of Michael oh Jackson. I'm God. sorry. I I'm with you. Bad is the greatest era of my. You could not touch that man when Bad was there. I'm gonna I'm be honest with you and agree that that you are correct. That is when I think he reached his pinnacle. Um, people have most people have preferences because yeah. honestly, things that you hear on like urban radio yeah. is not bad. You hearing for the most yeah. part, you hearing Thriller, you hearing Off the Wall, and you hearing Dangerous, but. Where he hit his peak, I think you are correct. It would be bad. But, look, does anybody have reason? Okay, we know Q4's reason because it's human nature. He gave a reason. I'm yeah. saying, but you know, you, you know, prime. Okay, prime. Is there a reason why you, why you you picked the bad era? Because it's just like it was the he had he had more of a rock look. He like so most of his eras he had like a theme to the era. And the back there was like that rocker look. He wore all these zippers and all these jewelry and all this dangling stuff like on his wrist and on his fingers, on his ears. He just, just he just looked like a rock star at this point. He was like, I am a rock star, and I might start looking like a rock star, even though his fashion was cool before. But it's he's had like embraced himself in the rock star gimmick. Nah, so I know like I know like we laughing or whatever, but like. The reason why I like human nature, the thing with human nature is like that's the first time I li- like I've learned to listen beyond like when I listen to songs is to listen beyond just like the lyrics, listen to the instruments in the back and all that. So like, um, you know, when, you know, just like sitting there figuring it all out, like, you know, just listening to like like with that artist brain or whatever, I guess. But it's like, um. You know, it's, it was, it just resonates because it's like it's, this is the first time I've I learned to listen not to just the lyrics, but like listen to individual instruments. You know, that's and like a, that's I wish how like human the, nature got a good. I like yeah, the, yeah, that's a good reason. 
I pick bad because one, I bad don't ever get the respect it deserves. It, it really, it really doesn't. I'm like that is the era that Mike did a good thing for black music and black people. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think it's over. I think it's overlooked a lot because he dressed like a rocker, I guess. But I'm just saying. But he, that era, he was just like, I'm gonna do an album where I'm gonna do multiple ranges of music, showing that black people ain't gotta be kept in a box. I mean, it, go ahead. I'm so, I, I, we had other artists that did it also. I'm saying, but obviously, you know, to, to to get that 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 crossover appeal, and like I said, because are, are you sure he said black people can't stick in the box? So I'm not gonna be stuck in the box. I mean, he could have just said him, but yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. Um, and and it's it's not incorrect. Do what you want to do. A lot of folks, a lot of artists, once they get to that second or third album, I probably say third. You get to your third album and you still have some momentum behind you. Of course, that was that wasn't gonna be an issue for him. Yeah. But if you still have some momentum behind you, if you decide you, that's usually when they decide they want to start experimenting stuff. Uh huh. And people either are going to ride with it, or they're going to hate it and vilify you for it. Um. So it was kind of like he had the star power at the time to do that. So he did, but I was it. Do, do you got some songs in there that's like, all right, it's like a rock song? Of course, you had you had Dirty Diane on there, mm-hmm. yeah, Spook, Spook, Spook Criminal on there, which is which is mm-hmm. dope. I said, but you also, you know, for, for for the things because people was talking about like everybody was on the Bad Twenty Five documentary, right? And everybody was talking about you know, oh, Thriller was all this pop pop stuff, you know what I'm saying? And Mike, you know, was leaving the roots, and he was just like, am I? You know, and then it's like, okay, so, you know, the inspiration for the whole band, like, Bad is one of my favorites at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite short films and one of my favorite songs, period. And then, of course, you know, let me get the Crips in here to go do the, uh, you know, the way you make me feel. Let me uh, uh, get the, get the, I mean, let me get the, like, almost the blackest choir we can to go see Man in the Mirror, you know, in the background. Because, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm telling y'all. That don't be hitting different when he be doing it live. Y'all got to Y'all got see that. You look confused, ladies. Get you all right? Something over here. Okay. So yeah, uh, those kind of things. I'm just like, oh man, all those, all those things that he was doing. I was like, it's overlooked. I understand the Stevie Wonder song wasn't that great. That but that Stevie it, Wonder song blew the album for me, and it pisses me off to this day. I'm sorry. Fair, fair. We I, had I, this I argument I, I, all I, I, We don't have an argument about it. We don't have an argument about it. I well, know because every time you bring up Bad, I be like, the reason that I cannot classify Bad yeah. as a no-skip album is the song yeah. with one of my favorite artists uh-huh. of all time and Michael Jackson. Are you serious? I, I agree. I, that song made me mad. Go ahead. But I, I just want to say, like, when, when he was trying to do things, as, as we call it, for the culture, I think it was overlooked by the look. Well, I, we've had this discussion off air yeah. many times, but um, I also think that it it was in the same, it's in the same decade as Thriller uh-huh. and Motown 25. I don't know if you're going to get, like, if bad and everything that was being done on that album in a time where people are not really, the everyday consumer is not going in and looking like, well, look what he did in this video or on this song. Or he's, they're not, they don't care about that. They just, yeah. all they care about is the finished product. 
none of that is probably going to top watching Motown 25 live when he he does the moonwalk for the first time. Yeah. And is um and watching the ascent of Thriller is not going to. Mm-hmm. I, it's just not going to be comparable. No, I, mean, yeah, I just right. personally think that that but is without I, getting into the like social commentary part of it. Yeah. I think that is like that was a huge moment, especially for people who grew up with Motown uh-huh. and they seeing it come back around. That was a big thing. So yeah. I don't know. I was like, I was like, man, band don't ever get no love. They get no Grammys. They got, they got nothing. I was like, that boy bad, man. It was. I think it was kind of like with the Grammy thing back then. Kind of like now, everybody's fluid. Back then, it was, it was real rigid. Either you fit in this box or this box. Mm-hmm. And they probably would have been. Oh, it's not, it's not R and B enough. Well, we're not gonna put it in the R and B. We, we wouldn't dare put it in another category. Um, you could have, I don't know, put it in pop. But even though the man had a whole street look, I mean, well, with, with too many zippers, but still, I it uh, would spray paint on there. It would have fit into pop, but I don't know. Um, because we were so young when that came out, I I don't know what the actual like critical reception of the time was. Because yeah. when people go back and look at it in retrospect, or you go back and you're trying to read things, it's different from being in it at that time yeah so i don't know maybe it just wasn't received well maybe not well which which bring, bring me to my next thing is you know with the errors what are some of your favorite albums q Floyd, i love the way you broke down human nature i was like you know because sometimes if you just give reason behind you know some of the shit you be saying sometimes he says that i'm just like yo he could have some reason i'm just like oh he just could be Mindlessly ignorant, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know what it is. Jesus well, it's like because like, the whole the whole Stevie Wonder comment that he made, you know, months ago. I was just like, we're not going to air him out on here. It's I, fine. No, we ain't doing that. I, I love him, but so, hey, so I, I admitted I admitted my wrongdoing. So some of y'all favorite Mike albums. Now, obviously, you know, what I'm saying if y'all have a Jackson Five album, if y'all have a Jackson's album. Sure, you know, y'all could go ahead and say that, but uh, let's get so as you were saying, your dangerous album, so musically, is dangerous your favorite Michael album? Not at all. Okay, I, I hate to be so abrupt with it, but yeah. I have said this many times dangerous is two different albums, okay? Mm-hmm. There's a new Jack Swing album, and there's the um, Middle America album. <laughs> Middle, whoa, whoa, we not gonna, no, that's disrespectful. I'm not saying We're not calling that Middle America. I'm saying this is a more palatable sound. Because I'm, I'm, I had to go look up the album so I could go actually look down all the songs and be like, hmm, okay, what do I, what, what do I pull from most? So we have a whole, we have a whole first half of that album that is clearly Teddy Riley produced, right? And then it breaks away and it's like Heal the World, Black or White. Who is it? Give in to me. Where the black away? Give in to me. Gone too soon. There, it was those songs. If you listen to these songs independently, right, without listening to this album straight through, I would never have placed. Like I would never have thought that. Remember the time, and this other this list of songs that I just uh, named would be on the same album. 
Yeah, it's the tale of two hours. You know, you, at first you got to jam, then you got to heal the world. I mean, you know? Exactly. So, and I didn't say, I'm not, in this case, I'm not saying it as like an insult. I'm saying it as like, this is um, a, this is something you can play in the, um, in our old Navy. <laughs> or a, a, a Banana Republic. You know, <laughs> this okay. is this could be played in a retail store. They're not playing um, in the closet. And she drives me wild <laughs> in this regular, regular. You know, mm-hmm. you know the across America music kind of deal. And it, it's not saying fair, that the, the album is bad or those songs are bad. They just don't sound like they in the same. Like bad, all sound sound the same. Mm-hmm. Off the wall. Very R and B disco, mm-hmm. thriller, all the same, except um, the Paul McCartney song, um, which no. I love. But eh. it, this album, very much even Invincible, all R and B. Yeah, we not this. This album was just like, all right, so I made these songs and I like them, so we are gonna put them on here. Okay, you know, who wants to Michael no? I think this is also the day where he was doing his own. He, he's getting the producing also. Because he just left, left Pussy Jones. He yeah. wanted to show that he can do it also. So I think this is the... So you are you are, you are right about that. I was about to say, it wasn't shade or anything. It's and just, and I will apologize album. that Riley was not on black and white. No. So I will, I will apologize. Uh, it was. It's literally top of the album, yeah. second half of the album, and then I think Dangerous is him too. But still, like, yeah. my God. So, what is your I'm going to be completely honest with you though The song yeah. Dangerous To me sucks But the performer <laughs> is fantastic <laughs> the, Dangerous is a strictly Performance song Yeah, like, yeah the, the way that he cuts it up in performance Is so much different than the actual song It's like alright I don't think I would have ended the album with it I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know if I would have called it that I'm a very big proponent of I think maybe that was more of a that was for maybe aesthetics and things like that, not okay. necessarily because it was a maybe. Okay, so out of all the songs on the album, what would you have called that album? You talking to me? Well, any, well oh. everybody. Well, what's the answer? Remember the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably remember the time. Remember the time or black and white? To be completely honest with you, I don't hold it black and white. Looking at, because I always love this cover. The yeah. cover art, always. Yo, if, if y'all want to find out about this cover art, there, there, there's a video that breaks down this whole cover art. This thing is amazing. Like, like you, you, you really don't know what you're looking at until it's bro- broken down in there. It's, it's a lot going on in here. And they did a video uh, breaking it down. I'm just like, this is, this is, this is some genius shit done here. So. What would be your favorite album? Especially when we come back to you. You can come back to me. I'm I'm still going with it because uh, Michael is one of the few people I have who I can listen to all most of his albums straight through. Uh-huh. So I really gotta be like, which one would I? Well, how about you, Q Flo? Uh, the Thrill album. Human Nature, Beat It, PYT. Don't no, say don't get him started because you I, do I, not I'm like PYT. I, I, look, unpopular opinion: PYT is one of my non-favorite Michael Jackson songs. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm I'm not here to argue about it. <laughs> I mean, it makes it fun. I would just no, name I'm, the song, yeah. But what I'm saying, though, like 
this is this is I ain't see an album like an album loaded with hits like this though. Like I mean, you got like you got like this, and then like I don't know what comes after this. Like confessions, I don't know. For me, I don't know. <laughs> Just an album loaded with an album loaded with hits. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> how how about but, you, Brian? Yeah, Yo, I got a list. All right. Alright. I got Off the Wall. Off the Wall's great. Uh bad. Uh something that nobody has mentioned. I'm surprised because we kinda low key did an episode on this, but the Christmas album. You know, I wasn't even thinking about I was really thinking about solo stuff, but that Christmas album smacks. Smacks hard. It smacks. And uh my last one I got since this technically technically counts as an album because it is an album, is the Jackson's Live nineteen eighty one. Yeah, it look. I love that eighty one album. That, that that live live in eighty one. I yeah. played in the car too. So let's just listen to a concert. I love live albums. I've been trying to uh, encourage a live album, but I I just can't. I don't know. They they're not listening to me. But you know, I love live albums. I don't live albums. I don't know. It really depends on if you. What is the arrangement of the song that you're doing live? Yeah, about to say it depends on the songs. I mean, the set list is the set list, but I'm saying most people listen to listen to it by itself anyway. No, it's the it's not the like this. It could be the whatever the set list is, but I've gone to a few concerts. Lauren Hill is at the top of the list, but some oh, concerts. You, they, I'm sorry, you had to wait three hours to hear one song. Honest to God, it was she sped through that thing, um, and we really did wait about two hours between the opening acts and her. However, she I'm, I'm using her more as an example of changing the arrangement of a song. Because oh, you some, mean like that? Okay, okay. Some people will do the song word for word when you come to a live show because yeah. they know folks came here to sing along with the words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's one. It's another thing where it's like y'all, you had a break or something in it. You know that's that's cool. Don't change the whole arrangement of the song. And then release an album. I don't want to hear that. But <laughs> Well, it depends. I think it depends. It, you know what? Never mind. No, I, we, no, we have ahead. a conversation it, here. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I think it depends because for me, I like, sometimes I like to change. And because, um, you know, some of these artists is performing these songs for 30 years, doing it the same exact way. You know, they sometimes they like to change their arrangement up. Um, I'm not mad think, at yeah. that. If the arrangement no, is cool, that's fine. Just don't change it to something completely unrecognizable. Yeah. Don't be super extra with try to put too yeah, much now, fix on on it. Like, yeah, that my so my idea of changing an arrangement is like slightly changing it, or like changing maybe the way the bass sounds, or adding like accents, or um, you know, a synth to it or something. Like that's my. I don't like to do all the extra stuff. You know, that's doable. It's like when you didn't change. You decided you wanted to come out here and throw somebody else's whole song on your words. And I'm like, all right now, come on. Because what is this? But. <laughs> hey, you know, never mind. <laughs> we, we did that once for uh, a song and we included Mr. Cheap's Light Camera Action instrumental. And oh, my God. oh, my God. <laughs> we had to discuss off air what this song was. Because now I must know. I have a feeling I don't want to know. 
Well, yeah. to to uh to your credit, it was it was never used. We just rehearsed with it, and it was like, nah, that's not gonna work. So we just ain't, we scrapped it. It. I mean, it's cool to do little extra stuff. You know, a little break. Like I said, the little break in the middle. You know. Yeah, I can find the video and send it after we get off. <laughs> so going back and looking, I'm looking, I'm looking no, at it. Since you're the big reason, I'll go next. Go ahead. My favorite albums um, is I'm a huge fan of Bad. Like I said, so you know. I, I can listen to the Bad album all, all the time. Then, boy, when I hear Bad, it's a rant. I can do anything with bad is playing. If I'm if I'm tired, if I gotta go to if I gotta work on something at the house, deal with my kids, go to the gym, DoorDash, I put bad on. Do, 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 it, it, it just motivates yeah. me. But it uh, that and off the wall, I think are my favorite ones from you know adult Mike era. Uh, I am a fan of Got to Be There. Same. So, uh, uh, when it comes to the young Mike, the young Mike albums, but I'm just like y'all, y'all be sleeping on that. Uh, got to be got there. Got to be there is a forever Bob. Okay. Song. Yeah, like don't don't sleep on them. <laughs> so uh, I think I'm actually more partial to I want to be where you are just a little bit. Yeah, I think that's I, I am too, but that's primarily because of the movie. It don't it, 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 look that is fine because I, I, I'm pretty sure. I think that is uh. They're on the same album. Yeah, they're on the same album. Yeah, they're Rock and Robin and Ben. Like, well, no, Ben's on the next album because it's the Ben album. Uh, when it comes to the, the Jackson Five, I do, I do like get it together because I like hum along and dance. That's a deep cut that you know, like everybody. Even Temptations did a version of Hum Along and Dance, which I actually like. I never heard it until I met you. So. With the song or just the version? The song. Wait, never, never heard what? Come along and dance. Okay. I'm about to say, bro. Look, I, I, I used to play when I met. Her, I used to play the, uh, the Jackson version of it, and she's like, like, "What the fuck is going on?" I said, oh, it's "Come along and dance." You know what I'm saying? Jackie, Jackie's time to shine. But then he's out here playing <laughs> the un unreleased masters and stuff. Like you ain't never heard this? No. It's, <laughs> And then, he would had a Jackson's master somehow. <laughs> and I and then I and then I played that there's a Temptations version also. And it is I have a rare heard the Temptations yeah. version as well now. Yeah, I like I like how Eddie Kendrick sounds on that. But I, I was like, yeah, so I'm a I like uh You like to make Glenn Leonard sound on it? I like get it together. Do so, you know this song? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not know this song. And I and I love Destiny. The Jackson's Destiny. Even though Triumph got got more of the hits, because I love Lovely One, I love Walk Right Now, I love her, but that Destiny and that Blame It on the Boogie and that Shake It By that took, and Destiny itself, yeah, I, 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 that got that right there in the case in the, on, in, on the show. We know. Chris, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> now to you, baby girl. Okay, so, I'm going to have to agree on the Christmas album. Because there were some Christmases growing up that was, you know, we didn't have playlists and stuff like mm-hmm. we do now. You had a few Christmas CDs you cycled through. The Temptations. Yeah. The Jackson 5. And you, no, you showed it through Silent Night. You, you had the whole Temptations Christmas album? I'm pretty sure. 
Because when I was a kid, we didn't have anything. It's not like I had like a mix CD. You know, we had we put on CDs yeah. and they just played. No, through. I was thinking, I was Yo, saying, you know what's like, crazy? It's, like, it's crazy well, you saying that because y'all really not that much older than me, and I had the WDAS FM. So for Christmas, album. I had we have that. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying like when I say playlists, I mean like in mix CDs. I mean burnt CDs. I'm not talking. about Oh, okay. Not like you can you can go out and buy compilation albums. Oh, all right. I was about to say, my dad, on, had, my dad had the WDA. Yes. You start with Donnie after when you end with Lou uh-huh. Ross. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. I don't think my mother had that. Um, no, she wouldn't. <laughs> you get on my nerves. She'd have had the wham. But, um, ain't nothing wrong with wham. Ain't nothing wrong with wham, but that was more her lane. Uh-huh. Um, but no, we would put that on and, and wrap gifts and all of that. And it would just play and play. And then finally they'd change to another CD. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Now, you know, we can do the whole, I got a playlist with 600 Christmas songs on it. But Uh-huh. Yeah, Neil so Christmas. Shut up. That's what you for saying. Both of you. <laughs> um, so really I'll have hits. to go. <laughs> <laughs> So when you gotta fill up a whole like the parties be what three and four hours long, I gotta fill it up with something. It's the same six songs. If you don't just put that (laughs) wishes on repeat, just put on some Kenny G. They all in there. Yeah, I know, but but they come everybody everybody leaving. I'm gonna say it's amazing how these shows come on during the back. Now listen, if y'all if it's that important to you, I will leave it on non shuffle because all the hit stuff is in the beginning That's of the playlist. Be. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Uh-huh. Uh we got a lot of time for that. But I'ma have to go with the Christmas album and then Off the Wall. Mm-hmm. I didn't come to fully appreciate Off the Wall until I hit like adulthood. Like, you know, you hear the um don't stop till you get enough yeah. rock with you but then the actual album like how good of an album it is and then um of course thriller i don't know i i think i personally prefer off the wall to thriller just a yeah. little bit it's not, I mean, look all the wall play every black wedding got don't stop till you get enough and rock with you every mm-hmm. like during like, no no dear you Neil Soak. I was here to say, you're different. You're, we're different. <laughs> I'm saying at every my brother's wedding, my other brother's wedding, other we put with, with during cocktail hour, it's always don't stop till you get enough, or it's always uh, rock, uh, not rock, uh, rock with you. Let the record show. I did put some Michael Jackson on there. Though. Yes, he did not play. I'm pretty it. sure Michael pop up at mine. Oh, I, I know. I want to see you do dance machine. When we renew oh, our right. vows, yo, we dancing get... machine is definitely on the playlist. Yeah. Oh my god. We renew our vows. Um, hopefully, we get to have like a big party again. And yeah. I'm doing this. We gonna do this again. I, I, look, I, I know Michael's on the list. I, I I saw I saw your list. I'm gonna get a DJ who actually knows what he's doing this time. I, I feel you. I feel you. I'm just saying. But yeah, I don't. That's not my dad. On every wedding, so that drunk cocktail outside days. It's all, even when we went to Quato's wedding. He played the wrong ones. He played some but wrong at cocktail hours, random ass. No, uh, no. Michael song. First of all, he played he played good ones, but it was a, 
First of all, he he played the black choir a lot. I, I like, say, I say, I I say random. Yeah. I didn't say bad. Random because, because who listens to um? Will you be there? Will you be there? That's my shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. And he said that when we got up, he was like, "I played that just for you, bro." We eat dinner. Why are we? <laughs> everybody eat dinner. Everybody did it. Like, everybody was taking control of. It. I was, you I was, really I was, was full of that bro. shit. I, I love will you be there, man. I was just like, what is happening? Oh, really? When that came on, I was, I looked, I looked at Chubbs. Yeah. And I was just like, what, what is happening right now? Follow me there. I That's my shit. I ain't gonna lie. And then Man in the Mirror plays. I was like, but. Yes. And then and Man in the Mirror, I was like, what is going on right now? With, with Will You Be There? Come on, man. I was like, yo, man, that was underrated. Because every time I think of Dangerous and you talk about the Tell Two albums, you talk about them. I'm like, I always feel you attacking Will You Be There because that is my I'm shit. not attacking it. I, in my, I'm playing for it in my mind. I'm just like. Because that's why, and I always say, I'm not attacking it. It's still yeah. a decent album. I just personally don't like when an album is literally two different it, albums. albums yes, <laughs> and feel, it's not just Michael Jackson. Trust me, plenty of people do this. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who it was. One of the r- most random ones I heard was, was it Robin Thicke? When he after he had broken with Paula Patton, oh, oh the Paula album, and it was like the first few songs, like okay, I'm with it, and then it was just like, what happened? <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> it was love like after a war. Car crash. Um, but yes, so um, that one. Sticks Gotta be out careful! You don't want Marvin Gaye people suing you again. Oh Lord, that but that yeah. that only sticks out because it was such a stark contrast. But yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So those are my, my, I guess three. Okay. Oh, those are good picks. though. But still, in the media, it looked like, oh, Michael's embarrassed about. Look how dark this motherfucker is. Look at this motherfucker. This is. You know what? I'm gonna be that old man, in the museum, going, "This is the way Michael look." I'm telling you, Michael looked just like that. And they'll be like, "He's just an angry Negro." Michael always looked like Bjork. He always looked like Bjork. He was always <laughs> Japanese. That's just, I say, no, nah, the motherfucker was black as shit. Look, this is his original look. You you white motherfuckers is lying. So, uh, as we're moving on here, I want to know, because I know we kind of talked about it, but because this is going to actually lead into the other part. How big of fans are y'all? Or are we? Or were you? I say you? we. Oh, y'all already know I'm a, I'm a mega a, fan. You're a super fan. I am a super fan. I am a super fan of, of, of like you would have stood uh, in like, line at the Spectrum for tickets at a physical box office super fan. <laughs> what the, the, My ass is like, the, hey man, we saw the glove. If it happens, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I just for Halloween. In he the bad era, did. and one he that did. was my hair. That was a nice um, little yeah. gift card. Is God? If I wait another year, I got a hundred dollars. About to say, That's but wild. That is wild. But like. So, okay, what level of fandom would you consider yourself? Okay, so I feel like at the top, I don't feel, you're not like, um, you know, the crazy locked in your basement fandom. There's a, there's, that's Stan. Yeah, that's Stan. We, we've now, so it's like Stan, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm and then you say. have like a step below Stan where it's just like you on your way to Stan, and then you have like super fan. Okay. I feel like you at that super fan level. Okay. I would say that I I would say I'm a huge fan. So like past the regular every day, I listen to this if it come on DAS kind of thing. Mm. I actually go out and seek 
Michael Jackson songs, like yeah. when I'm listening to stuff. So I would say a huge fan for me. Okay. How, how about you, q Um, I would put myself maybe at like a, a high-tier casual because, um, you know, I can't name albums, but I'll find you a song, like, and like, like I will personally like I'll go out my way to like while I'm in the car or something's like you know what I'm throwing some mic, and it's not always gonna be Human Nature or Dancing Machine, so I, I I say I'm a casual, but I'm I'm a little higher than casual, but just like a smidge higher. So definitely a fan though for sure. High tier casual is a great way to describe a fandom. Yeah, high tier casual. I, I like that. Thank you. How about you, Prime? Oh, yeah, cousin. Super fan, obviously. Um, I say duh. <laughs> this is cousin. Better be. Yeah, I, I mean, I watch concerts and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan. Why would I want a white child to play me? I'm a black American. I'm proud to be a black American. I am proud of my race. I am proud of who I am. I have a lot of pride in who I am and dignity. Yeah, okay, because it brings me to, my, to, my, to my, my next thing is because as we've been fans and as we have grown up and lived to this, there was no way of avoiding of the charges and stuff that happened in his personal life. Mm-hmm. You know, we you had the, the George Chan thing in the early 90s. Then you, you had the new young boy that came back in uh, 2003 mm-hmm. and then did all that stuff like that. And obviously, how did it Make y'all feel. I this swear, way. I thought that said changes. Okay. It does say uh, changes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought that. Uh, I thought that's what. You, I thought she was going to talk about like uh, how he changed. Okay. No, Not no, charges. It did. I tried to. You know, I tell something wrong. He's supposed to hurry, but sit in the way you're talking about. I did not do that because I was on. So I messed that whole thing up. But yes, the charges. I do apologize about that. But I mean, we can throw on the changes on there as well. If we can combine the both. I mean, well, right now we can start with the changes, going into like, cause you know, once again, as we become fans, and then obviously, you, if you're gonna see the whole era of things, it's like, did you understand what the fuck was going on? Like, not at all. Everybody didn't watch the Oprah interview, or they didn't watch the Barbara Walters interview, or mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's just like all you just see is they're they gonna on. On uh, camera, and you're sitting there thinking, like, what the hell is going on? You know, say to, to be completely honest with you, and, and it was like it was just a, it was a freakish transformation. You know, say that's what it was. So, but, but I mean, your honest thoughts on that because, like I said, my household was not kind to it. No, not not yeah. no household I knew was kind to it. Yeah. Because let's be frank, our parents and grandparents stuff was not sitting down and breaking things down to us like we are trying to do with our kids. Yeah. Um, like if our kids or our kid asks the question, we try and give him an actual answer. Yeah. Like not just, oh, he just a weirdo or oh, he just don't want to be black no more. Something wild like yeah. that. That was what I was getting for the most part. Nobody the in my immediate household people weren't like my parents weren't saying anything really wild except that he might just be weird yeah um but or that his daddy fucked him up that was that was the general consensus of my my like immediate household 
but plenty of other people family members friends all of that oh so he he weird he don't want to be one of us no more um or they did hear about um him having a skin condition and thought it was a lie because my cousin got that and she ain't y'all hush please because <laughs> um, i personally i can't stand that shit uh be, just because your cousin's cousin's friend has vitiligo and she just got one spot on her face and one spot on her finger right now does not mean that that is the, the story for everybody else. I mean, and that, and I mean that for all kinds of stuff, not yeah. just this. Stop doing that. Um, but it was just um, it was odd because I was just like I we were born in an era where it was like you he was still kind of brown. Yeah. So you know, we came up, came about, came about in that thriller bad era. Uh huh. And then the next thing I see is Dangerous, which if you look the Dangerous album cover, he is still brown. Yeah. But by the time the videos and stuff came out, he was not. And I was yeah. just like, hmm, I am confused. Uh. I but I didn't really ask questions. Um. So I don't know. That was, it was kind of. It didn't really make me be like, oh, that's weird. I don't want to stop listening to his music anymore. I was just a curious kid. How about you, Q-Flo? Because, you know, you were so, shooter sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so it was it was weird because um, I didn't really get, like, like my household wasn't really cruel about it. You know, uh, he don't want to be black or nothing. Um it was like, especially like I know like talks with uh with Ashley. She was just like, man, Mike was so beautiful. I wish he seen you know the same thing. A lot of people say. I just wish he he knew how beautiful he was. Oh, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, they weren't really harsh about it. When I um like I said, out, so like outside of Moonwalker, when I seen Mike, he was already like he was already you know his skin was already what what it was yeah so i didn't i didn't even question it like that's what that was mike that was the first time i seen mike so it was like oh all right mike this mike like he black but he light-skinned uh-huh. i'm light-skinned so <laughs> exactly. you know so right. I, so i really think nothing of it um a lot of stuff about mike as far as like um you know how how he felt about his skin how, i mean about his appearance and all that i had to learn that as like a teenager maybe like my late teen years to like my early 20s i learned that. that's when i found out about all that but as far as like you know seeing it as a kid it really wasn't that bad in my household they weren't you know like i said they weren't cruel about it my folks ain't make fun of them or nothing so can i just say i'm sorry just a quick note you'd be like but i'm not even that much younger than, than y'all them few years with the difference between brown skin mike yeah <laughs> yeah right and light skin mike uh-huh I'm just. Go what, what about you, Farah? Uh, so, so one of my first, not not the first, one of my first videos I saw him in was, uh, "You Are Not Alone" with his shirt off, and he was like so light. <laughs> and when I was younger, I I guess my cousins were messing with me saying, "You know, he gets lighter every few years." So, I was like, "He's already this light." Yeah. So I'm not gonna lie, he used to hunt my nightmares because of how light he was. I just think he's just so gonna get lighter and lighter and lighter. For some reason, I don't know why that scared me. Freakishly scary. Yeah, yeah, I get. Don't know why that scared me because because you know obviously they told me he was black, but he kept getting lighter and lighter. So I didn't know how that 
happened at the time. But um, as far as knowing like the overall story about like the changes to his skin, so I was like, yeah, he got a condition. Um, back then, it wasn't acceptable to be like an ally of Vinilago and, and certain diseases as it is now. So obviously, back then, you got to hide that or you got to put up for your image. Yeah. And then, it, you know, as soon as he started doing stuff for that, they're like, oh, you're just weird. Like, no, I got a condition that not many people have. And then I also like uh Lady Sketch said, Well so and so don't got that and they got it, but it's like, yeah, it affects people in a different way. That's like that's like if Magic Johnson was to come out and say he had HIV and then somebody say, Nah, my cousin got it and you good like, you know. So certain people do certain things, but I felt like the changes at first were good, but he went too overboard, I feel like, you know. He could have stopped that bad or dangerous, that black and white era and he because- kinda kept going and kept going and kept going. Until he kind of did too much, you know. Oh, I was about to say, because if we're talking about the plastic surgery, that's a different story. That's a different story. Now, now the, uh, the, the the little thing he did to his jaw and the putting the cleft in the chin and all that, the nose, I, uh, the nose was cool at first, until he kept going and going. And then, did something happen to his lips, too, or am I just tripping? In which ways? Because there are some things that he got done or tattooed and there were some things that um just look at look at his lips in like the 80s and then look at his lips like in 05 so one of the things that i was reading reading about so uh vitiligo the like after like the whole disease is complete doing this thing the one of the last things it gets to is around the lips and the eyes Mm mm-hmm so if you see somebody, and I see somebody who's in my dad's middle with the same thing, like their whole face is white, but you still see the brown around the lips mm-hmm. and around the mm-hmm. eyes. Hits the heavy eye makeup he had, mm-hmm. and I, uh, hits the heavy. I don't know what kind of lip makeup or whatever or tattoo what it was, but it was to try to hide that. Uh-huh. And I and I and I can say, is there other ways to do it? Sure, I'm saying, but. Is that the way he felt comfortable doing it? Yeah, because if 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 you see like don't like there, there there's like heavy eye makeup in like uh like ninety five and ninety six and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you know I read that and I read that in the Jermaine book also that I'm rereading over again because because uh, he was saying you know how much of a problem it was for him and how he tried to honestly. Other than Janet, nobody knew, and, my, and his mom obviously, but he hid it from everybody. What the vitiligo? Yeah. You mean in the beginning? In the beginning. Okay. I mean, it, it, what you can do, I'm saying, but you know, he 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 mostly hid it from everybody, and then even when he came out and said it, he still hid it mm-hmm. like a lot. Like if you look at a lot of his performances, like it's all long sleeve stuff. Yeah, it's also the, all, and the glove all, and all that. And also, the, also the, the cover stuff up. And then um, when uh, Jermaine had mentioned the book, when they was in the hospital, when he fell and hurt his back during the trial. And mm-hmm. then he got up, he had, you know, he had the hospital gown on. Mm-hmm. He said, and then the, and he, he, he just dropped the gown because he had a breakdown. He was just like, I finally saw the true extent of this disease. Mm. He said, the guy, he says, just look at me. He said, he just like, he just... Uh, uh, this old pasty white guy that tried to splash coffee over everywhere, like at the bottom parts of it. Wow! And I'm just like, now it's a very I, interesting way to describe that, sir. 
it, it, this is a debate book. I'm just saying. I'm, I know yeah, I'm not uh, talking about you. Yeah, but my household was not kind. And when I say my household, I'm just focusing on my dad here. Obviously. And focusing on my southern family. See, my father loved him to death, but he has a, he has a way like if things don't make sense to him, on certain ways, they they come with their own narrative, because yeah. that's what Alabamians do. <laughs> I'm just saying. Honestly, that's just what it's, yeah. it's a old folk thing. Old folk, it's an old folk thing. Because it was the same like like we're probably talking about uh, magic and having HIV, mm-hmm. and as soon as somebody said, "Well, that's a gay disease," you said you said they believe in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Oh no, they try. They the same. We watching it in real time now. Yeah, and because when people don't understand how things are, or days ago you, you aliens, you, you try to make up something so, so it can be, you know, it can make sense. Yeah, that COVID that's going to be like a week and a half, and you good. You know, this this going to go away in like a, a week and a month tops. That two and years the, later. That and the monkeypox. Yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh, because uh, they said it was only for dudes. Okay. Like y'all gotta chill out. It, 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 it's, it's it's terrible. So when that was happening, I was sitting there and I was just like, I I, I was confused of the changes. And then when I heard about it, like I didn't know what that was because mm-hmm. I thought somebody in my family had that, but they were really just albino, mm-hmm. and I I didn't know what the difference was. So then when I found out more about, it, I was just like, oh okay, so that's probably what happened to him and stuff like that. But then. You know, of course, there's the murmurs and stuff like that of, you know, him not wanting to be black and him not doing this. And then, you know, then, of course, my, my dad is it, pushing it on and talking about stuff. He want to go out here. He want to be that white woman. Or he want to go, you know, be, be that white guy. I'm just like, and after a while, I was getting mad. I was just like, and I, I remember telling him, not in my intimidating voice I could do now to him. And see what I got to say, just walk out the door. Even when I was young, I was just like, you know, he got enough money. Like, if he truly wanted to be white, he can be. Even though, yeah. if we're being honest, and that you were not alone, video. Yeah. I can't he argue with like that. A white woman. He t- I can't argue <laughs> with that. I, two lesbians. I can't argue I with that. I listen because that was the only time I was just like, mm. and I don't. And the people who were telling me, I was like, I don't know, that's a good idea, bro. I would say so. I can't. I cannot argue with that. But you know, say it was. It, it was that that look, and then uh, of course there was when it comes to like. The mental something's obviously like I said, that's a disfiguring disease. Like it doesn't physically, you know, like turn your lips upside down, like a cliff lip or something like that. Yeah. But to some of the people I that, that, that have had it, it's had had extremely. I can't. I I was watching some interviews one time of how people were, how much of a mental scar this is to people who deal with this kind of stuff. Well, yeah. But I never thought of it like that. I'm just like, oh, you're just getting whiter. But I'm saying, but, but, but I, I, I know, but I'm saying, but it's also just like everybody gets it differently. Mm-hmm. So they, some people just work on the arm, they it's like with the face. You got people that look like clowns who just because it fades. It, see, and you look at me laughing. At it, I'm, I'm saying, not but, laughing. I just like we maybe should have had a different description, but okay. I got you. Or just it just looks, you know, like wow. When you, when you first see my first face, you're like, oh wow, it's like. And I can understand why people people want to want to cover it up. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, he he was covering up to the best he could to the point where it's just like, I am in a makeup like who would be in the uh, the makeup chair for like six seven hours just to go walk the world, you know, or or like do my job because I um 
there were there, there were some people some celebrities that said, well, why did he just keep the makeup going on to the black way? Do you and, know how that that doesn't make sense? Well, I'm not gonna tell you who said it, but I, I don't know if she made sense either. But I'm just saying, but when, when when she made that comment, I was sitting there like, if it if it's if it's getting more and more like I have to the, the longer I have to sit in the chair to cover this up, I might just go the other way. And also. If we're being honest, yeah. In the time where this happened, there are times now in the 2020s where we're still asking makeup companies to make makeup that is dark enough for my skin. Yeah. Band aids and whatnot. What you say? Band aids and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. There are some companies that still don't sell a foundation that's dark enough for me to cover my skin. I have to go create one. And this happened 30 years ago. So you're asking this man to come up with some, I understand, yeah, he had money, they probably could, sure. But who's doing that? To go and be like, well, I'm going to go find me a makeup that'll match my skin tone that is already changing. Yeah. To go the other, because, and then if he had the makeup caked on, y'all would have had an issue with that too. Mm-hmm. You sound stupid. I mean, because, believe it or not, uh, I just showed Prime's video, he had the makeup caked on. What he looks like in bed, like on that album cover? Mm-hmm. He his skin color is still thriller. Mm-hmm. so he looks lighter because of the makeup and the camera. And like you see on bed, like it's like hey, he's he's a lighter skin. But if you see him with pictures like with Quincy Jones, and you look at his hands and look at his face, he's like, he's about as dark as thriller right now. Yeah, but that's still the amount of upkeep that has to come in him sitting in the chair to do all that stuff. Yeah, to get that done to the point, it's like, all right. Let me use this, and let me just go the whole other way, and let me just make it easier and just blend it in with the with, with the, the stuff that's here right now. Now, what people had liked them to probably be more forthcoming about it and they're private about it. Y'all wouldn't have. Uh, thing yeah. is, I, the one thing about now, a lot of folks be upset because they're like, "Oh, everybody's so sensitive about stuff," because there are a lot of people who dealt with a lot of bullshit. Because folks didn't know how to be uh, accommodating or understanding. Then now, they don't have to. Uh, Maybe now he, he might have felt a bit more empowered to be like, well, this is just who I am. You yeah. know, today I don't feel like wearing the makeup. There's a supermodel out here who has vitiligo. And she, she yes, is a she supermodel. Beautiful. Yes. Um, she's a horrible attitude. But she yeah, is. Yeah, Winnie Harlow. Yeah, I was about to say her attitude, though. Her attitude is trash. She, but, she, she, she got a bad attitude? Yes, she does. That hurts. That hurts. Yeah. But she's, that, but she's no less beautiful than any other model out here. Or the same girl. What's the girl with the big gap in her teeth now? Like, it's not so um, out of the norm to walk around with imperfections if you want to call it that so um and i'm not saying it to minimize yeah. but like but it's it's not out of the norm now so maybe now he might have felt be like all right i just don't feel like sitting in the chair for six hours a day and he could have done that but back then y'all know y'all wouldn't have been like oh it's okay no no yeah he would have got the energy which speaking of which okay which is you know, like I said, as we, we see, we you know with with, with the, the personal life, the, the like the charges that that came and attended with the personal life because then did that also affect y'all being a fan? Did y'all think he did it? Because once again, it was just like 
of all the stuff that, that we were seeing, or I guess we were probably the evidence that we were seeing, it was like, did he do it? Did he not do it? How was, like, what was your mindset? Because at this time, we were teenagers. You So you're talking about the trial in the 2000s. It, 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 yeah, in two, because obviously you know you, you hear it the first time you you, you can you can chalk it up to saying like okay well somebody could be lying or it could be whatever the case may be and then you know I didn't really pay attention to, to, to ninety three I didn't pay attention to George Chance I got older the two thousand three one because of I I was there you know I wasn't there but I, I saw the you know the thirtieth anniversary special I saw that crazy ass Martin. B- uh, Boucher interview. That interview was a mess. Yes, and I, then, then I seen the the private home movies, and then they did the whole LAPD got to go raid Neverland, and that pissed me off. And then so uh, he should have never let that man in his house. I'm talking about Martin Bashir. He, he really should. Because honest to God, I like grew up with the folks saying the narrative. Oh, well, he just kind of weird, and he might have did that. Cause why? Cause who has this? You know who has this big amusement park and why you got kids at your house and as an adult and you you understand like you start to hear stuff you like okay well i mean that makes sense like okay sick kids come here because yeah. they sick um and they want to meet michael jackson uh-huh. but i at the time i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i paid any attention to it i really did i i really was not paying that was like the biggest case we had since older because you know every time a black person get in trouble you know it's like a high profile celebrity they gonna make it news anything else could be going on in the world i really didn't pay attention uh, to any other stuff except for when they because i wasn't really following it yeah i do remember when they announced that he was acquitted yeah um but i was not following a trial to be honest with you okay but did like affect your fandom did did you did you have thought he did it at the time or you know, like just, just, just honestly. No, you know? I, I no, because I was not paying it it's any it's mind. Okay. I, it was, it was not in the like in the back of my mind at this time. One, he wasn't putting out music anymore. Yeah. So it really wasn't at the forefront of my mind at the time, and I really wasn't paying like following the trial. Yeah. So I didn't really hear like I heard that it was happening, but I didn't really hear about it and pay it any mind until they were like, "Oh, he was acquitted," and I was like, "Okay, all right." How about any uh, Kifa? I have no uh, clue about the trial. I'm gonna keep it a, keep it a thousand with you. Okay. Well, even when, even when you heard about it, did you sit there and think that it was like, like, did he do it, or maybe maybe thought he did do it, or it's just like, I don't want to listen to his music anymore, type thing. Nah, cause a lot of that stuff, honestly, like just. From what I remember growing up, a lot of that stuff had already passed. So it was just like, when, when, when you it say, was. What it, when you say pass, you mean like, when, so in other words, when when the, when the trial was actually happening, you was like paying attention to anything that was going on. No, like I didn't pay attention to it. Like, um, no. I don't even, like, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't, I can't tell you anything about the trial because I, I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. I was. I know. Um, yeah. Let me be honest. I, the kids weren't canning right no trial, bro. So I mean, it is a different thing. Wait, wait. I, I, what you say, Prata? I said kids at the time wasn't really necessarily caring about the trial because it was just like above our heads. We necessarily didn't know what it meant. Yeah. Well, see. Also, look. The only reason I'm asking is because you know, uh, McKeel was saying we're not that much older than he is, which is true. I was just saying. 
I know, but it, it's it's not even that. It's like, you know, it, it it wasn't something I was watching on TV though. Oh, yeah. Like it wasn't I, something I, 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 I would. You know, and my folks wasn't watching it either. Like it was. That's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 a weird little. I don't know. I don't even know what the conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> what I miss? I'm sorry. Oh, you know, he's just talking about, how about you, probably you want me to go? Well, I, like, wasn't paying attention to him at the time, and I remember, because, you know, I remember a story, like, one of the kids had lied, and somebody, like, told him into it, so I'm like, oh, that's just another one of those stories. So, I never really paid attention to begin with, and, um, I don't really even know how serious, how, I never even, like, revisited that at all, so... I just know he was like, you know, not charged or whatever, but yeah, that was my little two cents. No, I mean, I, I feel I wasn't paying to the trial. I mean, it was in the background because I grew up in a house like everybody in my house watched OJ Simpson trial. Jesus Christ. Okay, and they wanted to see what's going to happen with OJ Simpson. And then, you know, to this day, my dad hates OJ Simpson. But, <laughs> yeah, so I would say, so we never watched trial, but he would be in the back and then. Him and my mom will go back and forth. Like, my dad used to say some real off-the-wall shit. No pun intended. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, and I'm just like, and then there would be, you know, a lot of arguments that he would justify certain things. Like, he saw the clip of when he was playing Frisbee in the the supermarket. He said, what kind of grown man be playing Frisbee in the I'm like, context, okay? Because if if you watch Michael Jackson's private home movies, Mm -hmm. they shut down down the market for so he could shop. Yeah, okay. And it was him with all his family and his people that was in the and his name so that was in the market. And there was a there's a, a, a he never been shopping before, so there was a frisbee there, so I just tossed him the frisbee. And you know, Mike's not, not a really athletic guy like that when it comes to sports. And he missed catching the frisbee, so it fell on the floor. So he's on the floor crawling under just to, to get the frisbee. And that's Must the clip say- he see for you know You can do that with tons of stuff, take it out of complete context. But also there are some dads who are just goofy. Like, yeah. that's the thing that happened. I, mean, it, 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 I was like, I was like, okay, to the point, and then, you know, the us, uh, you know, the stuff, the whole. I'm not letting the kids see what they're. I can't even see what they got all the kids, in, you know, in your bed and stuff like that. And I'm just like, and I kept hearing. It. I didn't want to hear it, mm-hmm. but I kept hearing it because that's what was going on in my house. Mm-hmm. Every newspaper you, you pop on, there's always something else there, and I and I was the fan, and, and the family knew I was the fan. People in my high school knew I was the fan. And I was trying to keep that, I was trying to keep it under wraps. Like, you know, me and my uh, my friend Rob was just like, we fans, but what do we do? You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. wild. I never, like, I like to be like, I got to hide being. I, I'll be serious. That's what it was, because everybody was getting on you about that. And at that time, it's just not, you there's not that pride like you got now. Like, me, bros, I give two shits. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and bro, there's people I, out here still bumping he who shall not be named yeah. <laughs> from Chicago mm-hmm. proudly. Who yeah. care? Who could care less? But I'm just saying, but with me growing up and doing more research, like, I would, as you say, I, I would say, if you want to discuss that, we're going to discuss it right. Yeah. Back then, it was just more like, you know, just like, you just don't want to deal with that right now. You just want to be like, let me listen to my screen. Also, you're not my- arguing with your parents. Say what? I said also you're not arguing with your parents. Is it? Well, I'm just talking about even part. even in high school. Even because I had my little mixtape in high school, so that was that was my Michael Jackson CD right there. I was you know by that, and then when it came, and I remember to the point where it's like, okay, if I can't beat him, join him. Oh no! 
and uh, and I and I'm gonna be real. And then so I was just like, so okay, so just uh, I went near my dad. So I was like, okay, well you know that is kind of weird. Is a ha ha ha? And I and in the choir, I'm like, it's not weird. You know, <laughs> oh, please stop, yo. I hurt the leg. Please, chill. I'm in the corner, like it's so weird, Michael. I'm behind you, but then in front of my dad, I'm like, yeah, man, it's crazy. And then come time, I'm a senior in high school when when they do the 14 Dove releases of all the the, the charges he got acquitted because they couldn't find shit. And uh, and then ooh, when he got on top of that car, my dad blew a gasket. And that's what I'm saying. I was like, he hated when he got on top of the car and was waving to the fans. Up, he, he got up dancing, shit, guilty. I'm just like, but this is my thing. Yeah, this is my thing. Okay, I I can't even say no shade to you, Dad. I really be feeling a way, not feeling a way. I really be trying to understand why people are feeling the way about folks they never met, like little stuff. Yeah. Trial, I understand. That would be most people are watching that. You have an opinion on it, but watching like the the frisbee thing, yeah, and being that upset about a man you ain't never met, probably won't never see in real life. I can't imagine expelling that much energy, and that's not just for him. That's for plenty of uh, folks and other celebrities. How people be so invested in people's like these celebrities' lives? Yeah. Why? <laughs> what all, is the what is the matter? All I'm saying is because me personally is because I think he was just mad because how his he, he you you not a you had to be a fan to buy feeling bad vinyls, mm-hmm. okay? And I just think he was upset that uh, Michael went white and left his brothers because I think because he he talked about how much he liked that era. He probably loved the victory tour. If he passed out, he wouldn't tell me to take to, to, to the grave with I doubt it though. I'm just saying, but still. And then I think I think I think when he when he see him now in the yeah he uh he's he's be pissed off I get it but I'm just like because you you invest a lot that I I didn't find him out was until afterwards I was like oh so you you a Mike fan because you know because you 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 ain't want to say nothing you want to have me out here and then after a while after the, after Charlie back up saying I'm like. He been tried and he couldn't do something. So I started reading into it. Mm-hmm. I started doing my own research, trying to figure out, like, okay, listen to both sides of the story and somewhere is there's the truth and stuff like that. And then I was like, then I started doing my own research, like, oh, okay, this makes it like that. That's what I did with the OJ Simpson trial. I just read up on. I'm not. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a prosecutor. I'm not anybody that's like that. I just read on what information, what the evidence is ex- explaining. Which which evidence is all in OJ's favor? I'm just saying, you know. But and, and I was sitting there, it's like you know, the way they did Mike and the way they went up there and tore up his house, like they tore up Neverland. Mm-hmm. And even even reading detail in, in in Jermaine's book, I'm just like, why would you slice my paintings like that, man? You know, you know how much expensive paintings that he got in there. Because the same reason why I was just saying, folks who y'all not never going to come in proximity with, and you just this amped about, it's a power trip. Yeah. I get to come in your house and destroy whatever I want with no uh, repercussions? Please. Some people really probably felt like he did it, and they was taking that rage out. Other people was doing it because they be power tripping, as we see with you know lots of other cases that be happening. But like, bruh, really? 
What you thought you was gonna find? Why would you cut paints up? What you thought you was gonna find on the other side? Packs uh, of drugs? Like what? That kind of picture, and I'm just like, people only associate guiltiness for weirdness. Well, you uh, know you're guilty until proven innocent here yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. But even still, he, but even still, him him being proven innocent, don't they? They don't care. They will f- try to find a way to even in death try to take this man down. Well, that so. is the that is the stand can mean lots of things. It don't necessarily mean because trust me, I've seen plenty of people say it lately. Everybody who follow you ain't fans. Okay, You're right. there are some people who are following you, plotting on your downfall because they they either just they just hate you, they might be jealous. They might truly believe you did something. But I just, I don't know. I just feel like folks be putting a lot of energy into, as far as without the criminal stuff, y'all putting a lot of energy into tearing somebody down that don't know that you alive or build or trying to build them up. Like people thinking that some folks can do no wrong kind of deal. The thing about it is Michael can't go out to clubs and hang out because he's Michael Jackson. So... Through me, he was picking up what was happening in the hood. Michael is deep into the urban contemporary dance, because I don't call it street dance anymore. It's left the streets years ago. All right, so we already have about, like, how big the fandom is. Obviously, uh, being prime fandom is huge. And, of course, thoughts on the or personal changes and looks and stuff like that. And, you, you know, how you, how you felt about that. But, oh, by the way... Uh, Q Flo had, had had to step away, so if you guys don't hear him much and right now, you know that's where Q Flo's at. But I want to talk about one uh, thing that you know do, do all those things that you know uh, we've been through. It, it f- felt as though Mike is a fan. One day I want to like the cultural impact. It's kind of like how there are just certain people when you're talking about history. Black history, whatever the case you want, you just you just you just you just got to mention certain people. You know, it's like you you ain't talking about baseball without mentioning Jackie Robinson. You can't. Mm-hmm. There is just so much impact on the game. You can't go and talk about basketball without talking about Michael Jordan. I ain't talking about you know how you personally feel about Michael Jordan. I'm talking about you can't talk about the game of basketball without bringing up Michael Jordan. Yeah, he has a cultural hold on this game alone. The only thing Michael don't got is being the logo, uh, and that goes with I think with music as well. And when it comes to music, especially black music, you there's no way, there's no way that you can go through talking about some kind of music without mentioning Michael Jackson's name. Contribution, That's true. huh? That's true. That's true. I mean, no, 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 no matter what the occasion is, or what, what, what no matter whatever kind of music it is, certain people is like, hey, look, that man had had like the the impact on it. I, 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 I want to know, like, you know, uh, how y'all feel about the culture impact on this man, or or the culture impact he had for y'all, or even seeing it alive in y'all friends and things like that. You know, like I said, because I, I, I watched the Jason Weaver interview from Vlad TV, and I, I understand how y'all feel about Vlad TV, but I'm saying, but Jason Weaver I like. And just, just talk about how, no matter how hood the guy was at Victory Tour, he famous. 
you know, that that's of impact on, you know, saying not just, you know, the hood and not just uh you know, in the suburbs, I mean impact globally, you know. But also the impact he had for black music and the respect that he had for it as well, which I don't think a lot of times he don't get enough credit for. And I think also a lot of times that, you know, people try to they, they, they try to drag him away from it where he tries his best to uh let, let let y'all know um this is what i uh am inspired by and i always mention it and I, I i thought that he does he he never gets enough credit for doing that you know there were some interviews i forgot i i, I don't know who the lazy was interviewed he was talking about um his influences. He was he was like, you know, James Brown and Jackie Wilson and uh you know, Motown and all and all people that inspired him. But then he also said that, you know, Charlie Chaplin and Fred Astaire and all the people uh inspired him as well. Mm-hmm. When she goes back to it and repeats it and puts it on the news, she only mentions the white people. Yeah. Never mentions the black people at all. You know, and it's just like who, it, it, he but, always. I'm sorry, but you gotta remember who's her target audience. Yeah, like I, said, I I don't remember what station or interview or something it was. It, it, it was on. But I'm saying, but that's what happened. Or every time he, uh, they were like, "So how'd you create the moonwalk?" He says, "I did not create the moonwalk." Mm-hmm. Every time they all, whether it's Oprah, whether Barbara Walters, whether. It's just some random person's interview. How did Michael Jackson create? The, he said, "I did not create the moonwalk." And then they're like, "Well, so 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 who created?" He said, hey, "Look at every interview." He said, "He said it's these black kids from the ghetto that made this dance up." I yeah. borrowed it, and I just turned it into something of my own. But I I did not create the moonwalk. I ain't start calling it the moonwalk. I'll say I I had a, they did this and he every every time he always makes em- emphasis that you know he he wants the, the people to know that these were black people that did this. I appreciate that. I will yeah. say, we were having a discussion about a certain other iconic artist before, and this is what I was trying to illustrate to you that this is what people are looking for, whether. It seems underappreciated by the public or not. This is the credit that people are looking for. Uh-huh. Like, oh well, well, how did you get this? Instead of you know some BS reasoning or skirting around it, straight up and down, it's just like I didn't do this. This is why people get into the argument of like appropriation versus appreciation and things like that because. Did you... Are you giving credit where credit is due kind of thing? Yeah. Um, so I will say he did always do that. Um, and just to go back a bit, I was actually looking at a clip from a fellow Philly native uh-huh. named Clint Coley. And he was saying how... This is this may seem irrelevant. But he was like, listen, y'all. Jagged Edge is not legends. The people was in his DMs. He said, having a field day. But he was like, listen, I'm going to give you my criteria for being a legend. But also, I'm going to ask, can you tell the story of R&B without Jagged Edge? 
Absolutely, you can. Yeah, <laughs> you, you definitely. Maybe that's SmackDown, but uh, or a play. So, so it's just like, can you tell the story of a certain genre or a music period without mentioning this person? Yeah. Then no, they're not like a legend, and they're not that important to the story. Did they influence anybody? Did they move the culture? Were they innovative? All things that, honestly, these criteria, I think, come out of people like a James Brown, uh, Michael Jackson, people like that, who obviously moved the culture, obviously were innovative. Whether they, because I mean, honestly, for the most part, nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Somebody's done it before, whether we've seen it or not. Um, but that's what, that's where the innovation part comes in yeah so i um but i i think that's that's probably the biggest impact he had was i don't know i guess um i won't say that's the biggest having I mean, some humility bigger. i'm saying having yeah. having humility also i think enables you to uh make an impact because there are some people who try as they might. They want to be important real bad. Yeah. But they not. And some people who just also don't have it. Like, they just don't. Michael Jackson had it. Like, I mean, honestly, I think he was born with it. Yeah. <laughs> and they just cultivated it. Or Joe mm-hmm. <laughs> cultivated it to um, get him to the point where he could where he was a very large part of just music culture black culture also but this music period you cannot tell the story of any music made in the 80s without a michael or prince or whitney houston whitney houston things like mm. big names like that there's yeah. no way you can they shape the way music was done they shaped the way music what way you listen to music the way you watched music all the all the the senses basically like yeah how am i consuming this so if anybody can do that because you know without a without michael we wouldn't have a a buster or a missy with the um i mean we may but i feel like it's less likely we would have a buster or a missy or anybody else who had those like crazy out there video concepts that was just like can I do like can I execute this mm-hmm. you know um or even many films from like Janet <laughs> like yeah. would she have dared to do it if you know if Michael didn't do it fair enough I, I hear some over there how about you uh I mean obviously He's a big, you know, impact in the culture. I feel like he was maybe one of the first to start experimenting. Obviously, he was the you know, king of pop, but, like, pop wasn't necessarily a category before Michael Jackson. So I'm pretty sure it was pop music out there, but, like, when he started doing his, like, mixing and his styles, then it was like, no, nah, we can't just... This This is not just one category. It's not just R&B or it's not just hip-hop. It's, like, it's just pop. And, um... I feel like that right there is enough to like just be like, all right, he has an impact on the culture and just music in general because this man kind of low key created a genre 
or or popularized the genre. So there's that, but also like everybody's influenced by Mike. Most like it's a lot of influence Mike has, whether it's samples or lyrics or just whatever you know. Even on stage, dancing, uh, different moves like that, different music videos. Mike is one of the most influential people of all time, ever. So yeah. Now, but you know, to ask the door question at y'all, why do y'all think that? It like it, it. It really took. It took almost till he died, right? Or even to like a a quest love to have quest of supreme in the podcast where he bought watch. I think he brings a, a lot of insight to a lot of music artists that we haven't known about because that means like a music encyclopedia. But my question to y'all is: Why do y'all think that uh, he was never given that kind of respect for you know the impact on the culture? I'm not, I'm, I know the globe. I understand the global impact. He's Michael fucking Jackson. I'm talking about, but when it comes to like you know, actually the impact on the culture and our culture, the culture he's come he, he comes from. Why doesn't he get? Because when you look back at it, when you look at all the stuff that he's done from videos to charity to being you know uh, to giving giving the people that uh, their flowers when they need it from. Uh, the Jackson Five Days all the way to Invincible. Even when uh, they was um, when he was doing an interview about uh, Invincible, and he was talking about some. You have these uh girls from uh, uh these British girls on the video. He said, "I have these black British girls from." He talked flowetry, you know. Put respect on them. Uh, this is their song. They they wrote it. They want me to sing on it, you know. And then uh. And I thought the song, the song was great, and blah blah. But he always say, he always say, oh, these these are black British girls. There are black people in Britain or UK or stuff like that, also, you know. And that he has he has never from from the evidence that's out there straight away from that. But why was it so hard for us to catch on to that? Do, do, do you think, in your honest opinion, I'm saying? I think it's hard. People, um, people don't really show love for you for real till you're dead if we being honest there are plenty of people let's keep it a bean there are people who died and are much more popular now because they did yeah mm-hmm. and it's like I, I ain't gonna say no names and I'm gonna start no fights but there are artists who were perfectly fine artists when they were alive and they did have a fan base but y'all hold them in such reverence and y'all hold them in higher regard and act like we can't talk about their music um, negatively at all because they did. So I think that one, that's part of it because they. That's why. That's why the phrase "give people their flowers while they can smell them" exists. Yeah. However, I also think that it's not completely true that he didn't get credit for the impact that he made because if that was the case then like I said we wouldn't have the Missies and the mm. Bestas and the Beyonce's and the and folks who have modeled their whole like just the way they what they're aspiring to be basically yeah. after him if that was the but case but that's in the music industry though you would think you're in the music industry these are regular yeah. people uh-huh. at some point Missy was Melissa from Virginia and yeah. 
Busta was Trevor from New York. So at, they're not just because they're in the music industry now doesn't mean that they weren't impacted by uh, him at some point in their life enough to carry on something like that. And I'm not saying that he is a sole reason why these people uh, went on and did this, that, yeah. their thing. I, I you got to put the disclaimer out there for somebody misconstrues it. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's just like we were talking about in the first part like when we were before um we were saying you know some people just had a lot of negative things to say if you if that's all you're hearing that's an echo chamber then that's all you're going to think is was being said there are plenty of people who didn't have a problem with michael jackson and plenty of people who uh who thought he did plenty for uh whether you're saying music in general pop music r&b he and also, he didn't give himself the nickname the King of Pop. I mean, that's uh, impact enough for you. He didn't name himself that. So it's one thing to be like... It's one thing um, to be like, oh, well, he named himself the King of Pop and decided he was going to go and, and be like, whatever, because he could have um, been like, fuck y'all after everybody, like after some folks, like mm. he was saying... We're not super receptive to bad, but he came at came back and made at least this whole half an album New Jack Swing, which is not a universal genre of or subgenre of music. That is yeah. something that you hear and hear. You're not hearing New Jack Swing on the radio. I mean, when it was popular, yeah, over in Middle America. Uh huh. So it's just like. Yeah, in the music industry, he's going to get his flowers for sure, always. But at some point, all these people who are famous now were regular, regular people who were uh, just as in awe as we are of somebody like a Michael Jackson. Yeah, it, it. I get it, and I, I, I get it. What I'm saying, but just like you have been around, I have been around, or even you know. Uh, some opinions, like when we first met, and some some opinions that that you may have had at that time, I was just like, it. I never see like it's always, Janet gets the flowers for it, but Michael don't, or, you know, Prince will get the flowers for it, but Michael wouldn't, or it's it's, it's like even even before, even be, you know, Joy gets the flowers more for being involved for the coach that LeBron do sometimes, not now because people can see can see it more now. But even stuff that's like that is just false. I'm just saying because there are people that that are still uh, that were not dead. That I, I'm just saying. I, I guess sometimes people feel that you got to be. I don't want to say, you know, the N word, but urban. You you know to, to basically show how black you are. Well, yeah. So I mean, this is something we going through now where everybody is um, talking about how being black is not defined by one single thing i'm sick of the black is not a monolith thing i'm just i'm just tired of the phrase so i yeah. refuse to say it, like in an unironic way but i just yes that is what was happening because honestly if that was being what was being portrayed at the time yeah only thing associated with black was the urban culture that we again did not name ourselves that. Yeah. Um 
so if you weren't closely tied to that or you weren't um like super afrocentric and black or woke of the time back then then you didn't really know what bucket to put you in kind of thing um so i mean i get what you're saying i'm just saying that there are folk i feel like there are folks on both sides of the fence mm-hmm. okay because you're not the only uh michael jackson super fan i've met Oh, oh <laughs> so, there's there's plenty, obviously. So more super, more super fans than me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's there are people I I met that are huge fans. Somebody we used to work with was also a huge Michael Jackson fan. Oh that man, are, which job? David Buster. We only worked at one job oh, together. That's right. Okay. <laughs> that um that was also a really big fan. Tell me after the show. Yeah, you don't know who it was. And you'll probably figure it out while we're talking about uh-huh. it. But that, I'm just saying, like, there are people out there who did appreciate what he did. Like, I mean, as much as the, yes, for every uh, black and white, there there was a remember the time for yeah. all the, you know. And it's just like we were saying before, there was no social media back then. Uh-huh. I feel like if there was there would have been a lot more notice to the fact that it was just like this clips circulating now about all the stuff that people do or things that happen in the background nobody knew about um yeah i i had somebody come to me talking so i never knew what to do with that panther dance that panther dance panther dance meant and i was just like damn what are you talking about from the end of black and white you touch the black panther okay yeah. Or was it you, you? You never saw that whole thing at the. End? I'm just confused as to what. Nobody knew, but nobody knew about the meaning for it or the inspiration by it until he came out and said it. Oh, okay. I'm just like I was. I, I was lost. Lost in the sauce. Oh. Um. So yeah, I mean, that's the power. It's a, you know the internet is a double edged sword. Uh-huh. It will bring a lot of stuff to light, but you also have a bunch of um, crazies on there that you know run with shit that are yeah. you know the same kind of stuff that you would get back in the day because you could spin that narrative because you have no way to combat it kind of deal mm-hmm. they just have the computer now but there are also a lot of other people who are just like but look at this look at this evidence I mean I would just say long story short urban youths are not appreciative until it's pointed out and like in their face basically this is true because there was this, there was this uh, Instagram page of one of my, you know, one of my guys that I know is, is talk to pops, and like it's like every other day he'll like, he'll be like, did you know that so and so, and it's it's like the easiest facts that I know, yeah, and everybody be like, oh my god, I didn't know that, I'm like, you didn't know Pharrell produced this song, or like you didn't know that so and so was behind this song. It's just like some people, if it's not uh, pointed out to them they don't go looking for information or they don't go like searching for it. It's just like, whatever. It's like, Oh, I like Michael, but I'm not going to like see what all he produced or who all he helped or whatever. So sometimes it's just like people don't even like go care about looking for stuff. That's facts. If you're not spoon feeding people stuff and that, that don't have to be by Michael Jackson. That could be about the sky being blue. Yeah. If you ain't spoon feeding folks, uh, some folks, uh, things then they don't care. 
Uh-huh. Be like, look, I'm trying to tell you, I promise you, two plus two is four. I don't know, dog. That don't sound right, because I heard it was six. And you could argue them down all day until you go and get this this calculator or some M&Ms or something. Be like, look, it's two. Two red M&Ms and two green M&Ms. How many is that? Oh, shit, you right, it's four. We fucking know. <laughs> I... I, trust me, I get it. I hate that. I mean, there's some things that you take for granted that you just know. Yeah. But sometimes I see them pages he be talking about, and I'm like, y'all. No, I, no he, he, y'all. He actually brings up a good point. There are people out there that, not just the people that was in the, in the blackface, that people that just don't know that Michael is a black guy. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's baffled to me that we're actually getting to that time and age where people look at it and be like, damn, you just don't know. Yeah, who is that? Listen, I'm telling you, sometimes, um, what's that quote? The truth is stranger than uh, fiction? Yeah. And I feel like that's the age we're living in with the internet now. Yeah. Because folks, even with facts now, once you've formed an opinion or you think you know what you're talking about, a lot of the times... Yeah, because like. <laughs> my son was talking to his friend, and they was because you know I began my son into into Mike and everything, uh-huh. and he was he was talking about the Jackson Five, and he was just like, "What is that?" And then my son was like, "That's the group that, that, that Michael was in with his brothers." He, he, he says Michael has brothers, and I'm like, "Oh my God, we're here." Yes. We're here. Like I, I was like, wait, wait, wait. No. I said, at, at first I was like, okay. He, how would he know that? Obviously, because they're like twelve years old. Obviously, yeah. You know what I'm how would they know that? But it's just to the fact that I'm getting to the age. Like, damn, there are kids and there are people out there that are like, yeah, I know him. I know the name. I, I've seen some of the stuff. Whatever the case may be. But I don't know the history. I, I, don't, I don't know the history of this guy. Somebody did. I feel like you take it for granted. Like, that's very far back. There are kids now who have no idea about shit that happened in the early 2000s. Okay. Like, there are there are children out here that after that whole slap incident with Will Smith have no idea why he was famous. They just yeah, think he makes YouTube videos. That's it. You know, I will say, though, to my cred, uh, Michael has a lot of... Um, interesting videos and performances to where like even my niece is like she found a michael jackson performance on her own and she loves mike to the point where she was showing me a video as if obviously i've seen it but i was acting like i've never seen it before like, she was like oh i really like this guy and i was like oh really he's cool yeah but uh <laughs> yeah so i was like oh that's kind of cool that he can still that right there is a musical equivalent of if a toddler brings you a plate of fake food. You better eat that fake food. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you act like you've never seen that video before in your life. Well, I was like, what is he about to do? He's walking backwards? What? I'm still not. <laughs> See, I'm yeah. Bad, but, yeah, but he's going forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I get, I, I'll tell you, Price, you, yeah, about this. Hey, hey, come sit down. Let me tell you a story. Yes. No, now I did kind of go overboard after she showed me that I showed her like a, like two or three songs from a full concert. Ding, ding, and she ding, like this ding, is too much. No she's going off. Not sure. Not yeah, she like this, this is too much. I'm uh, I only I only want to see like one performance, like a you know at the few minutes. Now I want to see a full. Th-
30 minute set. I was like, you, all right, you're right. You're right. Whatever. Love it. You know. <laughs> you got to bring it back. I, I did yeah. too much. Yeah. So what she does, what she did find him on, on her own and she likes him and uh, I, I mean, you know, finding her in school talking about him, obviously. I'm like, you know, they don't know him, right? And she was like, well, I still like him. I was like, all right, cool. I'm just saying, you know, you can't, can't be going to school with like Michael Jackson just like any other artist of today and they gonna know who you talk about. Like I have, I have to accept the fact that people in school, just in school in general, twelfth grade to kindergarten don't really know Michael Jackson. So I gotta accept that even though it sounds wrong. Yeah, I, I don't it sounds wrong, like I said, even when, when my son's friend came back and was like, he has brothers, I'm like, Ooh, oh yeah. Yeah, I had to shake that off, but yeah. There, I mean, listen, I, we gotta come, one, we gotta come to grips with the fact that we owe. Two, I'm, I don't really think that, I think we take for granted because we've been around so long and we've always kind of listened to things that came out before we were even here, that music really does move at lightning speed at this point. Also, people now don't put on like their quote unquote parents music still. Yeah, no. So like today, like you're listening to like what uh, no uh-huh. I was, <laughs> today's parents are listening to their their uh, their music is like what the black eyed peas or something like it's not that oh like people used to want you know listen to Earth Wind and Fire and all that kind of stuff. It's now yeah. it's like you only going back like ten years to or even maybe even five years to your parents' music, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because honestly, the youngest, the youngest parents now, whether people realize it or not, are Gen Z. Mm. Like we're not the young parents anymore. Gen Z started in the in the millennium. Yeah, these are adults now. Some of them have children. They grew up listening to. They probably listen. Well, some you, of them be listening be to the born same stuff. Two thousand five or two thousand like four, and you got you know. So, like, yeah, that's something. I mean, it's just with some of them. A lot of these kids now, those kids that you were talking about, live in a world where they were not alive at the same time as Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you really think about it, the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required.